theyeshiva.net. Good morning, everybody. We're up to Perek Chafhei. Page Reish Memches, the Mimer of Echaltzu. After explaining at length the difference between Chachma and Bina, and the the key point, the summation of it, in, in simplified terms is that Chachma is Ayin and Bina is Yesh, which means that Chachma, Ezo Chacham Haroya is Hanoilud, the Gemara says a Mesech is Tamid, a Chacham sees that which is born, doesn't only mean Chachma sees the future, that also means a Chacham has long-term vision. You don't only look at what feels good at the moment, but you have to see the consequences. That's the literal interpretation, and that itself is Chachma. You could see, you can imagine the future even before it exists. Right? Many people, they make decisions in one way or another based on Right now, this is what makes sense for me, and it feels good. In a week, in a month, in a year, in a decade, could be could, the results could be uh, not very good. So that's the literal interpretation. But the deeper interpretation is not haroya as sheyivolad haroya as hanoilad. Right now, you see that which is born. Right now, noilad noilad is noilad means it's born now, not sheyivolad will be born. Because Chachma searches for the process of birth. It traces back everything to its source, and therefore it sees the process of birth where it comes from. That's what it looks for. And that means its power is Hafshata. Its power is to divest, to strip away the particular tzir, the particular form and incarnation of the idea, taking it back to its most original, original form. And in its most original form, there's always the element of ayin, which is no thingness. Bin is the opposite. The nekud of bin is yesh. The nekud of bin is like taking the water and congealing it. There's mayim and there's rakia. Yehi rakia mayim. Mayim is a fluid, it flows but it could be concretized in so many different shapes and forms. You could make an ice cube in one shape, in a circular shape, or in a square shape, or a rectangular shape. You can make ices in many different shapes. You know, they have all those molds. And that's when the water becomes congealed from a flow that can be formed in many diverse ways. It becomes, in the Zayazan expression, Rakiyah's aglidu maya. The mayan becomes uh, congealed, faglivet. Glida, the word glida in, in ice cream <laughs> comes from there. It becomes a one entity. So that's where Bina, with idea, is concretized and developed with Eirech, with Reichev. Each one is a Maila because in Chachma you have the MS. In Bina it's more internalized, it's more connected to the Metzias of a person. That's why it's Metzias, Chachma. Is beyond Metzias and bin is Metzias. That was the main Nekuda with great Arichas. It said in Sefi Yitzira, he quoted the Sefi Yitzira. Sefi Yitzira says, Havein bechachma vachachem bebina. Which literally means, you should have bina in chachma, and you should have chachma in bina. Havein bechachma, you should understand in chachma, and chachem, you should have chachma wisdom in bina, in understanding. Should have said chachem bechachma v'avein bebina. What's the sefer Yitzchak telling you? So he says, now we'll understand. V'zeo havein bechachma v'chachem bebina. Perek chafei. Havein bechachma winyan is kalalus habina bechachma. Havein bechachma means that I need to bring my bina into my chachma. Havein, bring your bina into chachma. It's the integration of bina into chachma, even though there's two separate faculties of the soul. And he said they have two distinct sources. And not only that, essentially they're opposites. And you have people who have a chush in Chachma and not in Bina. You have people who have a chush in Bina and not in Chachma. 
You have people who have tremendous creativity, always producing new ideas, but they don't know how to uh, develop them. They don't know how to live with them, how to integrate them, how to pass them on, how to delegate them, how to turn them into something concrete. They just can't. Even an explanation, not. It's like next, next, light, lightnings, lightning, lightning rod, you know. You have other people that have a chushin bina. They can't create, they're not original. If you give them an idea, they see it in a safer, they hear it from somebody, they can turn it into something kaftav aferach. They know how to take the nekuda and develop it and dress it up and decorate it and adorn it and present it. It's a different chush. It's a different chush. It's a different source in the nefesh. Because they're not the same kaychus and it's different parts of the brain. It's literally, it's different parts of the brain. One is connected with intuition. One is connected with creativity. One is connected with... uh, uh, invention, and the other one is much more. Uh, it's much more about uh, consistency and development and organization. I think Thomas. So, so I think Edison once said that all invention is one percent inspiration and ninety nine percent perspiration. <laughs> so, if you wish, you could say Chachma's inspiration and Bina's perspiration. Chachma's inspiration. You can't, uh, you can't also expect it. You don't know when it's going to happen. When is the lightning going to go off in your brain? You can't. You could try, but ultimately it's something that you have no control over because it's accessing deeper parts. You can open yourself up to it. You can be ready for it. You can prepare for it. But there's no saying, I'm going to sit down now for an hour and I'm going to have a new idea. <laughs> try it and you'll have no new ideas. It's going to be very frustrating. Because chachma, by definition, is when you lose control, not when you control. When you try to control, it's not chachma. Bin is the opposite. Bin is, you have an idea, let me work it out. Let me think about it, let me write it down, let me talk about it, let me uh, develop it. It's like, you have the core, now you have to develop it. Hispashtus. That's why this is a you, this is a hey. So the Sefi Yitzhida says, Havein b'chachma. You have to bring bina into chachma. Hashem didn't create Chachma and Bina should be two separate things completely, never touch each other. Chachma has that ability to bring to the next step, which is Havana, Hasaga comprehension. And this is a Chiddush, because Be'etzem, Chachma shouldn't bring to Bina. Because Chachma, Be'etzem in its own core, is a state of Bittl. State of Bittl means a state of complete humility and transcendence and curiosity and inquisitiveness and letting go. There's no intellectual ego in Chachma. You don't own it. You don't get it. It gets you. It's Hedirai Spashtas. It's also the lack of Hispashtas, the lack of expansiveness, of explanation. That's why it's always one nekuda. It's a seminal point. Chachma doesn't present itself in a whole structured way with a lot of words. It's always a nekuda. Why? It's not stam like that. It's by definition because Chachma is the oir. It's the it's the it's the it's the ayin of the idea. In Chachma itself, he said you have two levels. You have the yud, the way it's transcendent, even the gab of the person. And then the way, it actually comes as a nekuda which can develop into bina. But the vart is that in Chachma itself, everything is always with a nekuda. It defies Isis because Isis, words, letters, those are levushim. That's packaging. It's like when you dress up. When you dress up. And Chachma is always the core, core, core of the idea beyond Isis. And yet... There has the ability to be able to lead to the next step, which is the hispashtus, the, the development, the comprehension. Then you have the opposite, the Sefi Yitzhida says. Bebina. And in Bina you need Chachma. It's the connection, it's the integration of Chachma as part of Bina. Even though Bina is a development. 
with so many details and so many explanations. That's what makes it Bina. It's a full-fledged development. It's like the fetus. You have the seed, you have the egg, but that's not viable. It's the Nakuda of everything. <laughs> that one cell, the half a cell of a husband and the half a cell of a wife, the man and the woman, right, of the egg and the seed, the tippa, that one cell, that has everything in it. But that cell itself is a Nakuda, Mamash Nakuda. That's why it's a mushal for Chach, but it's always a mushal for Chach, but that Nakuda. And then the mother, Ima, could take that and Be'ezi Hashem develop it, and it takes a long time. And the cells replicate, and then you have from one cell, you grow into dozens of cells, and hundreds of cells, and thousands of cells, and hundreds of thousands of cells, and millions of cells, and billions of cells, and trillions of cells. I don't even remember it happening. Imagine. Half of a fella. But it's from one cell. After nine months, ah! I don't want to say that's what we say on a piece of meat. But uh, you have a, a living organism. Not only it's so powerful that ultimately one day he or she will be able to create another one. From Adam and Chav, everybody comes. So that's the dogma for Bina, the power of development, of elaboration. But it starts with a Nekudah. That Nekudah is Chachma. That's the Baraka Mavrik. And since that Nakuda is a transition from the subconscious to the conscious, it's never a lot of ISIS, very few ISIS in Chachma. You'll see, whenever you have an epiphany, if you're struggling with something, I spoke many times about Chachma and Binna, you see practically you're struggling with something. You learn and learn and learn and don't understand. Or you're reading something or you have a dilemma. Whatever type of dilemma it is. Could be you push it learning a piece of Gemara you don't understand. Then you learn it again and again and again and again. And you still don't understand. And you really try to understand or anything else that you're learning, any chachma even, any chachma, or any issue, and then one day you're walking in the street, and boom, right? A lightning rod goes off in your brain. Or you're sitting on your couch, it's sometimes unexpected, you're in a place that's unexpected, and boom, there's an epiphany, there's an intuition, it comes in. And that moment, it's like literally a lightning in the pitch, like everything is clear. And you're like, oh, right? He's like, oh, wow, that's nice. Well, what, what, what? You can't say anything. Faket, if you speak about it now, you're going to ruin it. <laughs> if you say, okay, let me give a speech about my epiphany, it's, you're going to destroy it completely. Why? It needs to hibernate. It needs to, uh, what's the word? It needs to incubate. It needs an incubator. You know, an incubator. You take an egg from a chicken, yeah, and you open it up, and you want the chick to come out. There's no chick. You're going to have a blutstrap. That's what a blutstrap is. <laughs> It's too early. The chick has to develop. It's a nemtzayt. Three weeks, 21 days. <laughs> Not nine months, but 21 days. Azizak de Gemara. Chafalaf Yom. Beinam Then the chick comes out of the egg. You have a chick. You have a chicken. Right? You can't do it prematurely. The Nakud of Chachma, it's so vulnerable. It's so raw. It's so naked. There's no hispashness. It's just the Nakuda. So it needs to be able to come to Bina. Now Bina is the opposite. Bina is all about Hezbedim and Pratim and structure. And that's why it's completely two different Kaychas in the Nefesh. It's, it's a completely different Chush. There's the Chush of Chachm and the Chush of There's the Chush. The Chush of Chachm. The Chush of Bina is to take Ayin and turn it into Yesh. The Chush of Chachm is to take Yesh and turn it into Ayin. There's a richness in Chachma that Bina never has. A Reichkeit in Chachma. On Emma's Dikkeit, it's the richness of Bittel. On the other hand, Bina is much more integrated because it's in Kalim, it's in Metzius. It's, I can, I, I understand it, I get it, I own it. Bina you own, Chachma you never own. Chachma is Bittel. Koyachma, Koyachma, Ma. Venachnu Ma. I wouldn't say Chachma is passive, I would say Chachma is Bittel. It's a big difference. Yeah? They say there are three types of people. Those who make things happen and those who watch things happen and those who want to know what happened. Right? So that's not Chachma. But on the other hand, Chachma is not active. Chachma is a different type of activity. In many ways, it's the deepest activity. It's the activity of letting go. You know, that's the hardest activity. (laughs) Try it. (laughs) Let go. Let go of everything. Even of my trauma. Not, not easy to let go. 
It's let it's real letting go. You open yourself up to the ain't soif. So it's not passive at all. It's passive in the sense that uh, it's not about control. It's not about fitting it in. It's not about me owning it. Huh? Yeah, yeah, avada, avada. It's a different type of activity. It's the it's the it's the activity it's the act activity of silence. You know, Hashem yilochem lochem va'atem tacharishim. So I can avoid it. It's a still. Siog lechachma shtika. You know the word, yeah, an alta word. It says that in the parshas Mishpatim, when you have trefa meat, la kelov tashlichonoisa, bosa besada trefa, la kelov tashlichonoisa, throw it to the dog. So Chazal say, ena kodesh baruch hu mekapeach schar kolberia. Hashem rewards every creature because the dogs by Yitzias Mitzrayim didn't bark. Lachal bnei Yisrael la yecharetz kelov l'shayin l'mishvat beima. So mele they were rewarded that you have a trefa piece of meat, you throw it to the dog. So somebody asked. I think the Dubna Maga, they say, one of the G'dayli you saw, they asked, he doesn't understand. The Tzvardim, the frogs, went into the ovens. Yeah? They went into the ovens by Pada and Mitzrayim. There's nowhere in the Torah where it says, you have an uh, extra little candy, you throw it to the frogs. Favos. <laughs> Fakir, they went on Mesidus Nefesh. It says, the Tzvardim, the Gemara says, in Psachim, they went into the ovens. Yeah? So the Pshat is... <clears throat> As a is gringer, Right? Sometimes it's easier to jump into an oven than to be quiet. So the kelev, especially for a dog. So uh, silence, it's a cute anecdote, but in, in, in a person's life, silence is not just, I'm silent because uh, it's not smart for me to talk now. We're talking here about silence in a very deep place. Inner silence, right? Silence that nobody recognizes. <laughs> they once asked Rabbi Yitzchak Vorker, what's a Jew? So you know what he said, yeah? What's a Zayid? Zayid is drei zachen. Er kennt tanzen, wenn er sitzt in ein Ort. Er ist still, er fühlt, wenn er schreit. Und er fühlt zwischen tausend Menschen, ist er allein. In English... He said, you could be sitting in one place, but you're still dancing away. You're among a thousand people, but you're still yourself. And uh, even in, if you're making loud noises, you're still quiet. You're still silent. I don't know if I'm saying it exactly right. I saw it many years ago, but that was the Nakuda. So you have now, Havain b'chachma is the ability of chachma to go to Bina. Chachem b'bina is... That even though Bina is about his pashtos, expansiveness, development, there's a connection. The two are not living in different planets. Bina has the ability to come back to Chachma. You have to have the ability that after Bina, after the whole development, the whole point should be able to be summarized and nichlo and, and defined in one nekuda. And that's called nekuda satamtsis. What happens is, as I, you see, when you, when you have an idea, when you have this epiphany, like I mentioned before, a person is struggling with a dilemma, right? You'll see always a clown. Let's say you're learning, a, a piece of Gemara is a good example. For those of you who learn Gemara regularly, and uh, a Jew should learn Gemara regularly. And I mean, and I don't mean just mean learn, you know, sit at a shir and let somebody else do the learning. As I'm checking my phone, I mean, you participate with your with your with your brain. So there's always pieces that are hard. They're hard. So sometimes, if you're just sitting at somebody else's shir, so they understand it, you go right to tomorrow. I'll understand a little better. But if a person internalizes it. So I learned it. I don't understand. Not because I don't understand the language. I can even have an art scroll or a masifta, whatever gemara you have. The words you understand. It's not like you don't understand the words. The words are clear. But the seichel, the idea, says something geit nishtarayim. So geit nishtarayim. So you read it again. 
Nothing is happening. You read it again. At some point, you're frustrated. So some people just close the book. I couldn't talk. Let me go to easier things. But somebody who doesn't, and you read it again, and you're struggling, you don't get it. And then suddenly, it could be that day, it could be a day later, it could be a week later. And could be unexpected. could be when you're walking in the street, you're sitting on your couch, yeah, or you stand up to do something else. And an idea pops in, and you got it. You know you got it. That's called Chachmah. That's the oil of the light of Chachma just popped into my head. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? <laughs> Where did it, it came from me. It's called Koyach HaMaskel. It came from a part that's not conscious. That part has the ability to understand, but it's not conscious. Chachma is the, is the bridge between the unconscious and the conscious. You'll see that that moment, you'll see afterwards, that moment when the idea popped into your head, when you had that lightning, uh, the, 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 the blitz, the Baraka Mavrik, the blitz, the lightning moment, the epiphany, the intuition, the intuitive insight that just illuminated your brain, you'll see that moment you were completely, completely dedicated to understanding of the idea to the point that you probably don't even realize that you were completely immersed in it without even being conscious about it. In other words, you were not there. And because you were not there, your ego was not there, therefore you created space for something that's transcendent. Because what's happening is, everybody has a cup. And if my cup, I'm talking about this cup, has seven ounces or nine ounces, something that's 16 ounces can go in. I'm used to these types of logic, these type of ideas, but this is a deeper cheshman, it's a deeper svara. There's no space. This can fit 9 ounces of coffee, not 25 ounces. And never mind if it's gallons and gallons and gallons. So what do I have to do? I have to break down the walls. I have to open up space. I have to become iron. As long as I remain in a state of yesh, with my walls, I'll never be typhusit. I I open myself up to that spark, yeah? To that nitzutz, to that light. And that my intellectual ego breaks down. There's always an element of frustration, good frustration. Like, I, 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 I'm not, I realize my limitations and I want to, oh, I'm eager, I'm yearning to open myself up to something deeper. You have to have a chukka, a yearning. And then it could come in and I can't control it because if I'm controlling it, it's not that. And it's an akuda. But that moment, you can't talk about it. If somebody says, well, what, what, what do you understand? Write an article. Oh, no, you can't. I have to hold on to it. All you have is like a few letters and you have to literally hold on to it. It's like a tip, like a seed. It's like one cell. It's literally like a cell. But from that, you could build a mansion. You could build a mansion, literally. You start with one brick, but you develop it. And now, after everything, a whole vart, a whole structure, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Now there's an opposite problem. Sometimes you get lost in all the pratim and you don't have the nukuda anymore. So he says, after Bina, you have to have Chachma. Chachma is take the Gansazach and give it to me in one, in one sentence. And if you can't, so then you got lost in Bina. You're missing the Nakuda. Rabbi Zaks told me that there was a, a Chashver Shishiva, so his father in law said about him, he said, Venezokt is a Zoyshain. When he speaks, it's beautiful. Every word a diamond. When he finishes, you want to know Vasatekizak? Garnished. <laughs> this was his way of complimenting his son in law. I can't take anything home. Sometimes you can hear something, yeah? You say, So what's the Nakuda? It was beautiful. Can you tell me the Nakuda in a sentence? I don't know. What Nakuda? There was no Nakuda. <laughs> It was entertaining. <laughs> In other words, the Bina doesn't have a Chachma. Right? A structure needs to be a development of something, of a vision. What's the vision? You have it in companies, you have it in organizations. Right? You've seen this. Mekayf, mefakayf, meloyf, there's board meetings. What's, what, what do you want to do? Know, who knows? We want to make money. Everybody wants to make money, Yeshikayach. What's your mission statement? The company called Avis, yeah? One of my brother once shared this with me, Avis. A r- rental car company. So they had, so they have these meetings. So uh, the, the CEO is a smart man. He put up a sign. 
He asked the people, what's the mission? He asked all the people, what's the mission statement of Avis? To make money. That's every company. So I could go to your company. Your company also wants to make money. What's the mission statement of this? How are you going to do it this way? So this one said to become popular. Every company wants to become popular. Finally, he put up a sign. To rent as many cars as possible. <laughs> it sounds simple, but sometimes you could work 10 years to make a mission statement, Emmas. <laughs> it sounds simple to rent as many cars as possible. It's not as simple as it sounds. <laughs> it, that's pshat. That's a dugma, right? <laughs> to rent as many cars as possible. Sounds simple? Good. <laughs> that, that's why it's good, because it sounds simple. If it doesn't sound simple and it's more than five, six words, you lost it. In every union, it's that way. Sometimes people learn a sugya, right? What's the nekuda? I don't know. Akasha, tenets, others. It's very easy in yeshiva, especially if a person doesn't have a good teacher. Menartzech, you deceive yourself. You learn a blad gemara, another blad gemara, another blad gemara, akasha, tenets. They're learning Rashi, they're learning Toysfus, Marsham, Aram Shif, Rebakiva Eger, Rebchayim, Brechishmur. Kens Mezagav was the Mishnah Zakt. Who knows? What's the nekuda of the Gemara? Just, what's the nekuda? Pilpulim, pilpulim, mit rambams, mit stiris, mit shagasayas, mit raivits. All gewaldic, right? But it's completely deceptive. There's no nekuda. You always have to be able to go back. The nekuda satamtsis. What's the summation of it all? Give it to me in three words. And that's, you're going back to the original nekuda. The bina brings you back to chachma. In more, in more abstract oasis, in more spiritual oasis, it's after all the yesh, you go back to ayin. You go back to the ayin, to the nukuda. V'hu shlilas kolapratim v'azbeinim. At this point, it's going away from all of the details and all the explanations. Ki im toifis etzim ma'inyin asichli. I want the core. The core of the idea who etzem a muskel benekuda achas This is going to the nekuda to the core of the idea, the way it emerges from all of the details and the explanations, and that's the difference between the chachma pre bina and the chachma after bina. The chachma pre bina also has no hezbedim and no pratim. Why? Because it's like that single microscopic cell. It's the yud. It's the seminal point. It's pre development. The Chachma after bin is the Nekudah that comes after all of the Pratim. From all the Pratim, what emerges? What's the Maskana? What's the conclusion? That's why Halacha is very helpful for this. When somebody has to Paskin La Halacha, they can't get away with all the Pulpulam. <laughs> there was a Bach and a Chashvi Yeshiva, so he wrote a letter to his father. His father wanted to know how many Blad Gemara he learned till Pesach. So he says... We learned from Tishrei, from Elul till Pesach, there's eight blad gemara and Masech de Gittin that I don't understand. <laughs> that was his line. Eight blad that I don't understand. When, when, somebody, when somebody has the obligation, right, to paskin a halacha from the whole sugya, or they can't get away with just saying there was a kasha, there was a tedes, there was a teyufta, there was another kasha, there was a raya, there was another raya, there were nine toshmas, and then there was another toshma. And then you have to really sum it up, you have to go to the summation, you have to go to the Nukudus HaTamtsis. That's the value of it. If not, it could just remain completely abstract. And when it's abstract, it's sometimes the person himself, it remains abstract. It just remains not even, even more than abstract. It just, it's ideas and ideas and ideas without a Nukudah. And that's why in the form of a Yud, you'll see there's three aspects to a Yud. There's the body of the Yud, so to speak, the Yud itself. And then you have the little kites, the little thorn going upwards, and you have the little kites going downwards. If you see a Yud, it's not just a point. It's not like a period. A period is just a circular little tiny point. A Yud is not just an Akuda, right? It's that too, but it has a little line on top and a little line on bottom. So you have three aspects. Kites are Elyon, kites are Tachtoin, and the Yud itself. What's Pshat? So he says, Yud is Chachma. It's a seminal Nekud. So the Koytz the lowest point of the Yud is, the way Chachma is ready to go into Bina. 
It's where Chachma gravitates downwards. It has the ability to go out of itself, even though the tzir of Chachma is against Bina. The tzir of Chachma is ayin. The tzir of Chachma is that it has no tzir. It doesn't like tzirim. Because the moment you give it a tzir, you give it a form of shenisht Chachma. But Chachma still has the ability, hovein b'chachma, that's the koitz ha-tacht. Hanetia el ha-bina, u-bederech klal, u-bchines keser, Chachma, bina de Chachma. Every sphere, every characteristic is included of, of all of them. In Chachma itself, you have the keser of Chachma, you have the Chachma of Chachma, and you have the bina of Chachma. Just like by sphere of you have chesed shebe chesed, gvur shebe chesed. So he says, in Chachma you have the keser of Chachma, the Chachma of Chachma and the Bina of Chachma. In Chachma. When I talk in Chachma itself, and that's the three elements of the Yud. Keser is a crown. Crown is on top of the head. In Kabbalah, Keser is always the superconscious. It's above your head. It's above your conscious brain. That's Keser. It's primal places that are deeper than the conscious self. That's Keser. Chachma is the first glimmer of consciousness. Boom! Intuition. I got it. I get it. From where? It came from Ayin. That's the beginning of the Gilui, in consciousness. Bina is already the concretization of Chachma. So in Chachma itself, you have Keser, Chachma, Bina. What is that? The highest Kaitz, that's the element of Keser in Chachma. And that's the Nekud, the of Chachma, which really doesn't have a picture. It really shouldn't have a picture. It's a Nekud in the sense that it's spaceless. And that's the first glimmer of Chachma before it even has any element of a Nekuda that can be contained even on the level of Chachma. Then you have the Yud itself, the width of the Yud itself, the, the space of the Yud itself. That's Chachma of Chachma. And that's the way the Nekudah Sachachma is an idea. Even though relative to Bina, we said it's still Ayin, he said earlier, in Perek Chavbeis, but still, it has some form of Tzir. It's an idea. You grasp it, you can articulate, you can even write it down. It still needs a lot of development. But, but it's, a, it's an idea. The first, pla- the first space is still such a Nekudah that it doesn't even have, it can't even be articulated. It's the beginning. It's like the crack open, you know, before the chick comes out. It's like just cracking open. And then you have a koitz ha-tachten hu-bina she-bechachma. Vu-ha-koyach lahavi nekudus ha-chachma l'day ispashtus be-bina ba-sagavavon. It's the ability to bring chachma into the state of bina. V'inyan v'chachem be-bina yashloim ha-shu ha-yud she-ba-oiz hei b'rag l'hasmoyli she-boy. Hei is bina. But at the left of bina, at the left of the hei, there's a little leg. That's a yud. That's bringing the bina back into chachma. After the hay, which expands it, you have to have that little leg on the left to bring it back to chachma. Always, you have to always be able to go back to the nekuda satamtsis, to the core of everything. From all the explanations, from all the asbedim, what's the point? And that point could always be said in one sentence. If it can't be said in one sentence. It's not the Nekuda. It's more explanations, which is all good. But what's the Nekuda? After the length and the breadth of the hay, which is an expansion of the Yud, you have to go to that little leg on the left side, that little tiny point at the left of the hay, that's back to Chachmah. Or there's another way of explaining it. And the reason he says two explanations because in Kabbalah, in the footnotes he explains that length in Kabbalah you have sources that point to this side, points to point to this side. The soifrim here know that when you make a hay, a hay starts with a yud. <laughs> you start the hay with a yud, and then you continue to the roof. So you always start with the Yud. So he says, that's the Chachma in Bina. That could also be. V'hinei lefiza, according to this, Chavov, Hadayesh kan dover ve'ifuchi b'mokem echad. We have uh, paradoxes in one space. 
And that is that the person can bring in Bina into Chachma. Hoven Bechachma, as it says in Sefi Yitzida. In other words, the Nekuda of Chachma allows itself to be developed. And that's a paradox, because essentially, Bina is an opposite Nekuda than Chachma. Because what's the Nekuda of Chachma? Ayin. Concealment. A lack of Hispashtus, of expression. Chachma defies that, because Chachma is always stripping everything from its oisius and going back to the core and the core and the core. And the core is always not tangible. It's transcendent. And that's what Chachma searches for. Nonetheless, we have this paradox that Chachma becomes one and integrated with Bina, so that the Chachma itself goes into a state of Bina. That's essentially a merging of paradoxes. It's not like you have to fight Chachma for this. Chachma has the capacity to allow itself to go into a space that is contrary to its very identity. In Chachma itself, there is the potentiality that there's something of Bina that's included in Chachma. There's a calling in Chachma to do something that's opposite of Chachem, which is go to Bina. To the point that she becomes one with Bina. That the idea develops practically in a very comprehensive way, contrary to the very core of Chachma. In Zoyer it says that Chachma and Bina are They're two inseparable friends. They're two separate people. You know, David and Yonason were separate people. And they have different origins. <laughs> and they had every reason <laughs> to be in conflict with each other. But they became one. And at the Hespid, when Yonison was killed, David says, The love that we had to each other was a pella, half of a fella. So he says, Chachma is, is, is contrary to Bin. But in Chachma itself, there's the Kayach Abin. Chachma has a paradox inside itself, and therefore it has a drive to do something that's contrary to its nature, and that is to come to a place of yesh, come to a place of development, come to a place of asaga, come to a place of ispashtus. And then you have the opposite. And then there's the ability of bina to allow itself to go back into the Nekudah of Chachma. And again, it's contrary to the Mohus of Bina. The Mohus of Bina is Gilui, Hispashtus, Yesh, revelation, expansiveness, concreteness, thingness, not no thingness. And yet, Bina has a drive to come back to Chachma. Gilui Bahasaga. So in summation, what do we have here? We have here, from the helm, from the concealment of the Nekuda of Chachma, you have a gilui in Hasaga, comprehension, and from the revelation of comprehension of Bina, you come back to the helm, to the concealment of Chachma. This is something, and it's opposite. A paradox converged is one. And this is how this this is how the soul works. This is how the soul works. Chachma and Bina always work together, even though Be'etzim we explain that they should never work together. And you see that different types of people, and some people have a chush in this and not a chush in this. And like we learned Shasik Rav, sometimes you have Chachma, you can't bring it to Bina. The wellspring can't become a river. The wellspring can't become a river because it's two separate sources. Nonetheless, they don't only live together, but they ultimately become one. They, they don't only live together, but they bring to each other. One leads to the other, and the other one leads to the other. 
And that's what the Sefer Yitzhira says, Havin b'chachma, you have to find binin, chachma v'chachem b'bin, you have to find chachma b'bin. You could do it. Why could you do it? Because even though it's two separate sources and really paradoxical entities, there's a unity there. And therefore we operate on both levels of consciousness. We operate on the level of chachma, we operate on the level of bin, even though different people have different chushim and a different sensitivity, a different ability. I gave yesterday the example of the Rakhachava Gon versus Rabchaim Briska. They were Chavrusas. The Rakhachava Gon, Rabbi Yosef Rosen and Rabchaim Soloveitchik were Chavrusas. They were more or less the same age, a few years apart. They both learned by his father, the Beis Halevi, in the Slutsk. They were Chavrusas. So they were friends. But you see in their Shittas Halimud, right, Rabchaim also created a lot of Talmidim, a lot of students. Because he was so Halbashadik, very much Halbash. Everything was so to speak, dressed up, concretized. The Rekachavah's chush was a chush of Havshatev, always going back to the ayin. So in life, you know, they're both so critical, because bin is what allows you to internalize something in a very deep way, in an integrated way. But chachma is what allows you to be fluid, flexible, pliable, change. Chachma is what allows for re- allows you to reinvent yourself. When we speak about Chachma and Bin, it's true about ideas. It's also true about life, this Chachma and Bin. It's the water being congealed. Bin is, you could do something with the water. If the water is not in a... What am I supposed to do? You go to Niagara Falls. What are you supposed to do with the water? You could watch it. <laughs> you can't take it home with you. <laughs> you go to an ocean, yeah? You want to take the ocean home with you, yeah? You can't. <laughs> You can take a cup of water home with you. Why not? The ocean has to stay an ocean. The moment you're taking the ocean home with you, it's not an ocean. Ocean is mayim shein lem saif. But the ocean, so you're going to take a cup of water from the ocean. You say, oh, I have the Atlantic here. What do I have to go to the ocean? Here, here, I have the Atlantic. It's a joke, right? You need to take the cup home because you want to own something. But the expansiveness, the vision... The Mayim Shein Lam is in the ocean. Bin is what allows you to take something home. It's what allows you to own something. This is mine. I get it. It's integrated. But Chachma is what allows you to go out of your comfort zone, to change, to become a new person, to reinvent yourself, to look at things differently, to challenge yourself. Which one is more important in life? <laughs> huh? If you have in, in life, if you have only if you have if you have only bina, I'm a very I'm a very defined person. I could get very stuck. You know, this is what I look like, and that's it. You understand what I'm saying? In practical words, there's no newness, there's no creativity, there's no real change, there's no reinventing myself. Kan nimtze, kan I'm like a rock. Dasidas. Congeal, the water is congealed. You wanted a kia to be able to go back to mayim, that's what ayin is. All change happens in ayin. All invention happens in ayin. Why? All invention is, I think, what did Einstein say? I mentioned one of the shirim. You'll never solve a dilemma from the same thought process in which you develop the problem. In other words, you have to go back to a place where you think about it differently. That's always a place of ayin. That's a place where you lose yourself. You're not comfortable. <laughs> Almost I could feel like I'm jumping off a cliff. The problem is if I don't jump, I'm never going to experience the arms that will catch me. I'm always going to remain stuck somewhere in my little corner. So chachm is an element of, of, of bitl, an element of mysterious nefesh there. On the other hand, if I only have Chachma without Bina, it remains very nebulous, very heavenly. It's not concrete. It remains in a world of Ayin. But there's an element of Yesh. So that synthesis of Chachma and Bina exists in every aspect of life. It's a synthesis of the Ayin and the Yesh. How do the two opposites not only coexist, but really they're inclusive of each other, so he finishes the paragraph, the seif, the the ois. Obehechrich loimar shazawai de koyach elyin yoiser haoiser bemchinas esachtas There's a third element. 
That's what we talk about, the Kosov HaShlishi V'yachriya B'nayim. The third partner in the marriage. There's a third element, a Koyach Elyon Yoser, a higher reality, a transcendent power that unites the two. What is that? The essence of Hashem, Kivayachal, transcends concealment and also transcends revelation. Chachma is defined by Ayin. Bin is defined by Yesh. Chachma is defined by Helam, concealment. Bin is defined by revelation. And this is the definition. It's not that Chachma is concealed. It's the definition of Chachma. Because if it's revealed, if it's concrete, if it's defined, it's already not Chachma. That's why Chachma doesn't have Isis. Very few Isis. Isis give everything a defined seer. And Chachma is still very, very nebulous. It can go in many, many different shapes. Like we learned in Amayim and the Torah. When, when did we learn it? Shabbos. V'samti kat kachim shrisachim. Parashas He says, you look at the Rishonim, you'll have an idea. Toisvis articulates it one way. The Rosh articulates it another way. And the Ran articulates it another way. They all use different oisius, and the Ran usually much more elaborate. And sometimes they're saying the same idea. The oisius are not the idea. The oisius are the levushim. Literally, through which you dress up the idea and you present it, you package it, you manifest it. But the idea, he says, is always on a kuda. It's always on a kuda that's beyond oisius. And that Nakud itself, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper, strip it for more Isis and more Isis until you get to, to a Nakud that's always very abstract. And then it's manifested in Levushim and manifested in different levels. And you see this very much in the title of the Rakachover. Any Machlaikas in Gemara, the whole Shas, Mishnayas, Gemara, he'll very often say that this Machlaikas, which seems like they're arguing about a pasuk. They're arguing about a halacha. They're arguing about a loan. They're arguing about civil damages. And he says it's really a machloikis and something that's a deep, deep, deep nekuda about chaymer or tsura or klal or prat. Something that may even be very deeply philosophical and psychological and spiritual. And then it also assumes a legal argument. So a chachma by definition is helam. Bin by definition is gilu. Hashem is not defined as Yesh, but he's also not defined as Ayin. Even Ayin is not a definition. Like we learned earlier, Achdus also doesn't define him. He's not defined by Achdus. He's not defined by oneness, just like he's not defined by diversity. But Mele Shem Shneim Shavim, both are identical. So therefore in Atmos, you can have an integration. From concealment, you can come to Gilui, and from Gilu, you can come back to Helam. From Chachma, you can come to Bina. From Bina, you come back to Chachma. Why? It's a paradox. The answer is, if Helam and Gilu, concealment and revelation, are two distinct worlds, the way we define them, either it's this or this. Either I'm defined or I'm undefined. Chachma is undefined, Bina is defined. Chachma is oneness, Bina is diversity. Chachma is no Isis, bin is Isis. Chachma is Helen, bin is Gilu. Chachma is Ayin, bin is Yesh. Chachma is no Pratim, and Gilu, bin is Pratim. Chachma is Heder Ispashtus, and bin is Ispashtus. I'm using all the Isis that we were using. Atzmus Sein Saif is not defined by limits. It's also not defined by being unlimited. It's not defined by being undefined. It's not defined by being defined. It's not defined by being Ayin, by being in a state of, of concealment. It's also not defined by being in a state of Gilu. So over there, the two, not only both have a space, but the two can become one. The two are one. Mitzah, the truth of Atzim is the two are one, because each one has something to it. If he's really undefined, he's not defined by being undefined either. So there's the element of Chachma, there's the element of Binna, and because that exists in the soul. So deep down, Chachma says, I want to go to Binna. And Binna says, I want to go back to Chachma. But you're two opposites. But the answer is, you're two opposites the way we define you in a concrete world. But in a deeper world, the two are not a stida, they're not a contradiction. On the contrary, in the ultimate source, they're completely one, because Hashem Echad. Like we learned before about Hashem and Elikim, about diversity and oneness. We define it as opposites. But in the, in the ultimate reality, it's one reality. 
Hashem Hu Elikim. Hashem is both ultimately the full Achdus, but also contains within Himself, like He said before, the full Ischalkos. Why does it contain Himself the full Ischalkos? There was a Lushen before that He said, he contains within himself endless diversity till ain't soif, but it's all one. So in a concrete world, we differentiate Hashem and Alekim. But Be'etzim it's Hashem Alekim. So therefore, when a person introduces this component into their life, I never remain stuck in a particular tzir. I never have to. Sometimes life calls on you to be able to be pliable, to be able to be flexible, and it's hard. You know, especially you get older and you see things and you're used to a certain trajectory and then you're like (laughs) challenged to, (laughs) you know, go on a completely different track. It's very hard. And we'll sometimes fight tooth and nail not to do it because I want to stay here. And sometimes people will destroy themselves and destroy their relationships just to say, I'm staying on this track. Because it's very hard. This is who I am, this is my Metzius. But this is who I am only when I don't know who I am. If I see myself as a little defined yesh, I'm very scared. Because if I go into another track, it's going to be the end of me. When a person opens themselves up to the ain't Saif, so the ain't Saif, you're not defined. So if you're not defined... So then, changing your tzir when reality calls on you to do it, reinventing yourself becomes actually a very liberating option. It's the ability, just like physically, you know, you have a a body that's, what do they call it, Uh, plasticity. Plasticity, right? Neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity um, is, is that ability that... Things are not stuck. Just like it is also physically. You have a body that's more free. It's more loose. It's more agile. You know, people who can stretch in different ways and uh, create different forms within their own bodies because, and sometimes when a person gets older and, and lethargic and heavier, it becomes, you know, becomes more tight and more tight and more tight. And now I can't go out of this seer. This is who I am. Emotionally, it's also like that. <laughs> My plasticity ends. This is it. But in a much deeper place, when you're in touch with your Ain Soif, despite the pain and despite the fact that stretching me is really going to create a change, I'm fine. On the contrary, it opens me up to the ability to touch infinity. And in infinity, you don't have a particular tzir. You're not stuck in a particular form. You can be open to that, uh, to that growth. Yeah, real, real flexibility. Internal flexibility, not from a place of weakness but from a place of real strength. Okay, we'll continue Be'ezer Hashem Thursday morning, 7.45, and that's going to be Bli Neder, the last shear on this Maimer. And uh, everybody have a wonderful day. 9.30, we have our class for women in this room. Welcome, Bruchem Abayim. My world, my daily, my house. With your, your wow, thank you. Wife and I constantly, wow. We love it. Thank you. And to see you in person and not have to look on my video is the best thing that I could ask. For. Wow, wow, wow. So it's been you. so many years. <laughs> I'm in March. Gewaldic. Okay. Lange gesund in regards to the Rebetzin, yeah? Thank you so much. Wonderful to see you. Okay, I thank you for coming. It also makes the employees feel idealistic. We're contributing to humanity. We're not. Uh, coffee service. Yeah. Yeah. good. Beautiful. We make people happy. Incidentally, we serve coffee. What's Chokmas Noshim Bon Sebaes? Yeah. It's not Chokmas, but Noshim Atot Bina. I remember that. Well, it says Bina, you say the Nitnabisha. But there's the Chokman, and every person there's the Chokman, there's the Bina. Yeah, no, you see practically with men and women, I mean, not always, but, you know, men come home and have a dream, <laughs> you know. Men plan their chalamoya trips and the future of the family, and the woman says, listen, practically, 
we're not going, what's going to happen, and where are they sleeping, and who's making the food, <laughs> right? Oh, do me a favor, who has to think about that? I have an idea, I'm going to make unbelievable, really, where, what, when, how, <laughs> where are they sleeping, and sometimes they'll bring up this little, little prat, and like, do we really have to ruin it? But yeah, that's life is made up of details, somebody, your kids need a bed to sleep in. Right, you see it practically, yeah? Bini Yusayra To break down the dream into concrete details, it's a feminine gift. And challenge it. So the husband comes home and says, I have an unbelievable idea for the Bar Mitzvah. Unbelievable idea. And he has this grand idea, and it won't even cost us. <laughs> and then she's like, And where are you putting your family? <laughs> so that's the Pratim. Teufel given. Ist verstanden? Chachma de Binne. Ah. The 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 Ikrihamuna, the third Indian, the thirteenth Indian. Because Chiyasamesim is that Chayim and Mavis are going to come together. It's the paradox. That, that that which is dead is going to become alive. That the corpse is that's a paradox. Bila means it's going to be swallowed up. Okay, so that's Yeah, in other words, the Mavis itself is, is it's a place that's beyond Mavis and Chayim, and therefore they could come together. Like we were learning yesterday, what do you need to psukim to contradict? Don't make a contradiction. And the answer is, you need the contradiction. If you don't have the contradiction, you, you, you don't have the full story. Each posik is saying a truth. You understand? It's like telling a couple, never argue and you'll have peace. You have to argue. If you're being real, you have to argue. This, this is who I am. This is who you are. Now we have to learn how to make peace. You're not going to make people not arguing. Stop arguing. I can't stop arguing. Unless I'm going to be not real. If I'm going to be real, this is what I feel. This is what I think. You want me not to think this way? Okay. You understand? You need a shnek so Each pasuk is real. Each pasuk is saying an emes. But it could stay in a place of makishim zaza. <laughs> and they just... Uh, so what's it? that's the chachma and bina working together? Coming together, combining? So each one is saying an MS. This one is saying this MS, this one is saying this MS. Now you have to understand that both are MS, even though they're, they're, they're opposite. <laughs> but, but yeah, but that's not you're right, you're right, because I don't care. You're right, you're right, you're right. We're not talking about that, you know. Escape Minishtan, you're both right, you're both wrong, you know, kill each other. It's, it's you're right, you're both right that you could connect. <laughs> That you could connect with me and I could connect with you. That's, that's different. That I could connect from that place. The part of me that you feel is wrong, you could connect with. And the part of me that feels you're wrong, I could connect with that part. That's already, a, that's not simple. That's a chachma. That's a chachma. <laughs> and a That's not simple, but that's the, that's the secret of achtos. Secret of achtos is not, we agree. We don't agree. Snakes of We don't agree. Not only we agree not to agree; it's deeper. We agree. We agree not to agree is you run your company, I'll run my company. That's also an Indian. You know, Avram told Lloyd, "You go here, I go here." Shalom You know, that's not the vart. The vart is v'yachriya beinayim. There's a hiskalalos. There's a hisachdos. Yes. In a marriage, you know, the husband says, okay, we disagree, so I'm going to live in China and you're going to live in Israel. You understand? I'm going to go to Hong Kong. That's called separation. That's not called shalom. Sometimes that happens, but it's not. That's not. Yeah. But acceptance in a deep place. Sometimes you have acceptance with resentment. Okay, 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 okay. You got your way. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> right. You, internal. Internal acceptance. Yeah. Right. And I respect I respect you. And 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 I make space for it. I make space for it. And not only I make space for it, I uh, I validate it. I validate it, yeah. Yeah. And I and I'm going to do certain things to respect that. So here I could connect to you where you are, not where I want you to be. Putting yourself in that position. We once learned in Masech Chagiga, right? Beis Hillel says, by a chasana, you say, kala nova chasuda on every kala. And Beis Shammai says, you're lying. What if it's not? Ksuvah's daf yudzayin. They learned it in daf yaymi not long ago. What if not? You're lying. So Beis Hillel said, if somebody buys something in the marketplace, you shabchena be'ena or you ganena be'ena. Right? Your wife comes home with a new shaitl, with a new outfit, with new shoes. You say, oh, it's the most horrible thing that ever happened. Or you We're not talking about if she could return it. <laughs> she could return it, then, <laughs> then maybe it's not worth the two thousand dollars. So Basila says you have to say it's nice. So the Mefarshim say, so what? You have to lie to everybody. Bishamai says it's a lie. So Basila says everybody lies. Everybody makes compliments. They don't believe it. You look good, you have a nice suit, you have a nice tie, you have a nice hat, I like your glasses, I hate your glasses, but I like your glasses. So Gemara says, Mikan Amru So the Lubavitch Rebbe once made a siyam on Chagiga, it was a yardside for his father, Chafav Tavshalam so he said, Basila is not law, it's not saying to lie. Basila says, you come to a chasana, give a cook, look at the kala from the shpakulin, from the from the glasses, from the lenses, from the perspective of the chassan. The chassan thinks she's a kalanova chassudah. You're at his chassana. So look at it from that perspective. You're not lying. If somebody comes home, they bought something, they're so excited about it. It's not that you're lying. It's tuning in to the other person's perspective. It's a different word. That's what he wants. Loyal the murevis imabrius. Moravis means my das could, could, could be ma'urav. It can go into your space. And then I'm not lying. Would I buy it for myself? No, so what? Doesn't mean it's not real. And that, that's a chiddush, that's a vart. Abbasan avoida. Sinemt arbet. Das is bittel. When you go back to the ayin, over there you can reinvent yourself. But over there, when you go back even deeper, you realize that you don't have to stay in the eye, and you can go back to the yesh. You're free to go from one to the other. Because Atzma Saint Soif is not defined by either. So Chachma could connect to Bin, and Bin could connect to Chachma. And that's why the two Drachim and learning are not really opposites. I spoke before about the Rakachava and Rebchayim. When you have Atzmos, so one is connected to the other, and one leads to the other, and one brings back to the other, even though there's paradoxes. And that's why you need every nekuda. Everyone gives out. Everyone brings out a truth. If you cut out one, it's not like you have peace. You're cutting out. <laughs> it's like you're saying, I have a great... Right? Somebody once said that the weight... Huh? Yeah. Exactly. The third pasuk only shows up from the Shnei Ksuvim Zaza. Because the third pasuk doesn't deny either of them. It's like somebody once said, I have a solution for anti-Semitism. Get rid of the Jews. There won't be anti-Semitism, MS. No Jews, no anti-Semitism, nobody to hate. First of all, there'll still be anti-Semitism. <laughs> They'll find somebody. But what's the point? You, we laugh, right? What an idiotic statement. By definition, you're not, that's not the solution. <laughs> so, Bedaka is getting rid of the other Pasuk is not the solution to the, it's not to make taking peace. It's getting rid of my enemies. I don't have to deal with you. But I do have to deal with you because you're part of me. So sometimes there's a situations in life where you talk in Nidu, you know, sometimes there's chas v'shalom amputation. What's amputation? This body, this limb is endangering the whole body. There's no, we can't make peace. Huh? 
it's infected. It's too infected, and there's nothing to do. That's but, and that's a balmum. It's not a carbon. Why is it not a carbon? We learned in Derech Mitzvah Carbon has to be shalom. Because Hashem includes everybody. If I have to amputate a piece, sometimes I have to do it to save a life. But it's not something we try to do. We try to save it. Sometimes in relationships, there's no choice. You have to have a... You have to have a... A krisis, safer krisis. M'sech is But the Gemara says, Mizbeach murdered the love of the Mizbeach cries. Why is the Mizbeach cry? Why? Because it's a sad reality. Sometimes the alternative is worse. You know, if somebody is, is abusive or dis- disgusting, whatever, it's horrible. But, uh, but the Mizbeach will still cry. Because the Mizbeach, the Gemara says in Ksuvis, Mizbeach is mezin, mechavev, mechaper. You know, Mizbeach is, brings close. It's, 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 it's hurtful because in the world of, 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 of Ein Saif, the two psukim come together. But sometimes I have to know which reality I'm in. Right? We're, we're, li- we're living... <laughs> no, no. We're living in a gallus. In a gallus, there's... There's uh, no which reality yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. The paradigm is a beautiful paradigm. But, <laughs> you know, it's like if somebody's trying to kill me, you know, I could say, let's make peace, and then uh, let's make peace with Hamas, and let's make peace with Iran, and let's make peace with Islamic Brotherhood, and let's make peace peace with the Islamic Jihad, and let's make peace with Al-Qaeda, let's make peace with ISIS. It's beautiful, doesn't it say that when Mashiach comes? The UN. You'll beat your swords into plowshares. I sometimes tell some very liberal friends who are very pro-Israel, making peace with Hamas, I say, you know, I completely agree with you. Completely. Just your timing is off. You are messianic. You're already living post-Mashiach. <laughs> I agree with you. Not only that, I pray three times a day that your vision will be fulfilled. If you can only convince them. You know, so you have to know where people are. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.